Let's do this. The Cult of Hockey podcast by the faithful and for the faithful. I'm David Staples of the Edmonton Journal, and I'm here tonight with Bruce McCurdy. Hey, Bruce. Hey, David. How are you doing tonight? Good. It was a tough way to lose a game because the orders were, I think, clearly the superior team tonight. Um, that was reflected in our scoring chance count. They had 17 grade-A scoring chances to uh, 11 for the Leafs. Um and a lot of those Leafs ones came late on a power play. Uh, but they they found a way to lose, Bruce. Uh, nonetheless, I found it to be kind of an encouraging game. It's their second good game in a row against Toronto. Um, they were the best team on the ice in both games. And they looked like... They stopped looking like that horrible team we saw in the play-in round in the first four games of the year, essentially. They stopped looking like that um, disorganized, disjointed, ragtag team that was barely able to claw clots way into any game even against weak teams like Chicago and maybe Vancouver this year um, so uh, this is our two good things two bad things and two numbers podcast Bruce what's your first good thing yeah my good thing, oh, tonight, only good thing. my good thing tonight is Connor McDavid and he I thought he was very very strong in this game uh, generated uh, in all 11 Grade-A scoring chances for the Oilers that he was involved in. Had seven shots on net himself. Uh, was able to solve Freddie Anderson, uh, who was excellent in Toronto's net, with uh, one one mid-air deflection that uh, found the five-hole and was robbed by Anderson a couple of other times. And uh, uh, honestly, his, uh, his line mates were unable to convert on a few pretty golden opportunities that he set them up for. And... and uh, uh, he was uh, he was strong. He had uh, had one little defensive lapse in the early going when he kind of got caught puck watching while uh, Wayne Simmons skated through and had a good chance in the slot. But otherwise, uh, uh, they were pushing the play. And uh, when he was on the ice, the Oilers outshot Toronto <clears> sixteen <throat> to four. You know, and they won their part of the game one nothing, but it wasn't quite enough to make up for the other rest of the game that. Uh, the Oilers' uh, special teams and uh, fourth line were uh, on the short end of this one. Uh, empty nut goal yeah. made it four-two. Yeah, I thought. Uh, yeah, I thought. Um, well, Nuge missed the net a couple times on pretty yep. decent chances, and he's got to sure got to hit the net. Or you can't score. That's why we don't count them as grade A chances because uh, some people might count those as grade A chances, but man, come on, hit the net. And Cassian was eventually taken off that line, probably mm-hmm. deserve it. He really hasn't earned his keep on that line uh, in some time now, more than a, like a full calendar year now. <laughs> it's probably not a fair way to, to rate it, considering uh, how little hockey's been played. But he's had lots of games there, and he hasn't been effective in a long time. Pugliarvi at least went to the net and actually got a grade-A chance right at the at the end of the game there, going to the net, Bruce. So I, I'm not... I'm not a big fan of rushing Pugliarvi, um, but he did play well tonight. You know, the whole the whole plan was to play him with tourists most of the year. And what's that old with the Mike Tyson expression? Uh, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah. Well, kind of a two and four start is a bit of a punch in the face. And maybe we'll see Pugliarvi with McDavid next game. Tourists, yeah, you know, just because mainly tourists has not been playing... Um, playing very well 
my good thing, Bruce, was Darnell Nurse. Is Darnell mm-hmm. Nurse? He is. He, I just thought he was a. He, he, in the last couple of games, he he and Ethan Barrett played really well. They they don't win, of course they don't win every battle, but they're out, out there often against the other team's best lines. And Nurse, I just thought was the commanding presence. You know that um, fast, aggressive, smart defenseman that he can be, and uh, positionally sound. He made a contribution to a grade A scoring chance. Didn't make one significant mistake on a grade A scoring chance against. He was just really strong. And uh, do the Oilers ever need that? Do they ever need him to be that player this year? So um, he, he, someone made a good comparison the other day. People were attacking Nurse. And, it, and he said, it's funny that many of the same fans who are now attacking Nurse were the ones who complained bitterly when, when Petrie was traded out of town. And I think that's probably true. And I think that that's a, that's a fair comment, that they should think about that. Um, just wait for Nurse. He's coming. You know, he, he stepped up every chance, every rung, of the, every rung along the way. Sometimes it's taken him a while, but he has stepped up. This is obviously the biggest um, reach that he's had to make in terms of getting better as a player, but games like this make me think that he can do it. They played 24 minutes tonight, and uh, almost all of that at even strength, and again, the Oilers were way on top of his part of the game. Mind you, that was with the McDavid line, but they're part of the unit, him and Bear, and, and uh, uh, they play with uh, with the McDavid trio quite a lot, and Shots on his watch were 17 to seven. Score also one to zero, and and they won their part of the game. And unfortunately, it was the depth part of the team that wasn't able to saw off their part of the game. And we'll get to that, I guess. But anyway, it was. Uh, we'll get uh, to. Nerd, why don't you segue into it, Bruce? Your bad thing. Let's go. Well, let's do well, this. Well, okay, all right. My bad thing. They uh, the goal that put Toronto ahead two to one. Uh, Oh. I mean, the Oilers were getting all this credit for for covering off the defensive slot and and so on. Puck went over to the sideboards. Josh Archibald, uh, who who playing doing Josh Archibald things. I think six hits in each game in Toronto, and he's uh, he's laid on some heavy ones. But he you know he's on the sideboards on his own hash mark on a fifty fifty puck, and he's got. Uh, uh, he actually wins the puck battle, but in the process of getting to the puck and passing it back to Adam Larson, first of all, his center, Devin Shore, just blew the zone up the middle of the ice. And right behind him, his left winger, James Neal, blew the zone up the middle of the ice. And all of a sudden, there are zero forwards, except for the one guy who's trapped along the wall. He gets it back to Larson. Larson tries a backhanded pass along the end boards it's intercepted and all of a sudden there's three Toronto forwards and there's nobody left on the Edmonton who can except for the two defensemen who are both scrambling and uh, William Nylander made a nice pass you know and the guy wound up with the wide open net but what are the forwards doing there I'd like to know like just the zone two of them one right after the other they're going to get excoriated Bruce I'm sure after the game because that is Neil especially. Start, I mean, start with this. <laughs> Neil especially. Well, yeah, by the coach, by their head. coach, yeah. by someone oh, they yeah. care about, not by yeah, us. Yeah. I mean, everyone, <laughs> all the fans, of course, but by the, someone they actually give a hoop, but their teammates and their coach are going to think, like, 
buddies. We played. We were playing such a great defensive game. I mean, let me just look at even strength scoring chances against here. Uh, up, yes, just six all game long, right? It's pretty darn good. That's a very strong even strength performance, and to, to do that, just to you know, Neil, it was apparent when Neil's heading out the zone that they had lost the puck. The puck's already going back to Larson, and he's still going forward. Stop and start. Stop and get back there. Get hustle back to the slot, man. I don't know if it would have made a difference, Bruce, because Larson's turnover was the real stinker in a lot of ways. There, like it, there was a, there was a number of stinkers, but Larson's turnover was like, come on, don't do that. It's hard to recover from that. Um, well, he's trying to make a pass and it got intercepted. I mean, at least he was trying to do the right thing. I mean, the guy's blowing the zone. Yeah. What are they trying to do? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, I'm not pleased with the play that Larson made. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he was getting it on the radio. It was all Adam Larson's turnover. But man, you watch that replay and you watch those two guys in front of the net just take off and and abdicate their defensive responsibilities. And uh, uh, anybody out there in the in uh, among the faithful who coaches hockey, that'll just make your hair stand on end. That whole thing. <sighs> They got to work with their defensemen to get the puck out, and this is the fourth line, Bruce. These yeah. are the guys. You know, it would, it would only be one thing if it was like McDavid blowing that. Like you know, you know, that might be a little different, maybe. But these guys can't. You're the fourth line. You can't get scored on. Devin Shore should come out, and they got to. They should put Kara back, and they like he can't do that. And and uh, he was also caught adjusting his helmet, like on the power play goal, the point shot, if he hadn't been adjusting his helmet and got his stick on puck, that wouldn't have got through. Now that was a fluky goal. That was a weird fluky goal off the guy's skate. So, mm-hmm. um, so I, that's not as bad on Devin Shore, but that play was bad and it was really bad on James Neal. And my bad thing to, for another segue, Bruce is the decision to put James Neal in that game. You find you, you win a big game in Toronto your team plays a near perfect defensive game, and your fourth line was likely your best even strength line. It was it was the the line that had all kinds of offensive zone time was getting things done. You finally have a fourth fourth line, and what do you do? Well, let's let's mess with success. This is the Dave, the Dave this is the Dave Tippett formula. It, unfortunately, we've seen it a couple instances here. Is the mess with success? Let's let's put James Neal back in. So I get the coaches thinking we got to get James Neal back in. He's a, he's probably a better player than Chase on. We need him on the power play, maybe to shake up the power play. But come on, like, why would you do that? Why would you change that? Because you, you you've, you're disrupting a line that was working. You're disrupting a team that just won a game. Uh, and should be rewarded maybe with the same lineup after you've you've allowed only four grade A scoring chances. Maybe reward that team and that lineup and just hey we'll go with it again. Yeah. James, you're just going to have to wait another night. Sorry, friend. So I didn't like oh. that by Tippett. And he's listen. He is a great defensive coach. He has this team now playing def- great defensive hockey again. But the guy who was the guy who was inserted in the lineup forgot how to play hockey. No surprise, right? That happens when guys get yeah. back in the lineup, and that's what costs them the game. And you lose a one-goal game, and your fourth line is minus one again. Then, you know, after t- t- two games where the bottom six actually were able to break even, you know, they were finally at least not getting killed. That bottom six as, as, as lines have not scored a goal all year. So, so that takes me to my number 
Not really sure where where it is though. I've I've I kind of lost track. It's either zero and eight or it's zero and nine, the third and fourth lines at even strength uh, during the season uh, are uh, uh, have not scored a goal. Um, the Oilers have not scored a goal without. Uh, I, I don't think they've got one without one of McDavid or or Drysaddle on the ice, and they've got um, this. Third and fourth lines like Tourist is at minus four for the season. Shore is at minus four. Kara is at minus two, and I'm talking like zero four four against zero four four against zero four two against. And I think one of those goals, Kara and Shore were both on the ice because Shore is playing left wing that one game. But that bottom six, I mean, it's been a problem forever, just forever, you know. I know, let's trade Andrew Cogliano for a second-round draft pick so we can bring in Eric Belanger and Ben Eager to play in our bottom six. And, I mean, it's that's 10 years ago, David, and it's been bad ever since. <laughs> Have, yeah, it has Bruce, I, I know. <laughs> and it was bad before that, too. But, I mean, anyway, it's it's just so, so has, frustrating. Has Gaetan Haas skated with the team yet? Uh, I don't know of his status. They're 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 pretty mum on house. I mean, at least they were talking about Neil skating and you know, and and getting extra time. But uh, uh, Haas, I just haven't heard thing one about the guy really. I wonder if he got really sick from COVID. Oh. Do, do we even know if? Seems like know. he had it. It's not. This isn't just that. that he they were worried about it. Probably. Yeah. So I wonder if he Maybe actually he is sick. one of the people who got quite sick. So I, I hope that's not the case. Obviously, don't wish that on anyone. No, uh, I can just check Bruce. Might uh, the goals, but anyway, we don't have to check. It's like they've scored none and they've let in a bunch and they've been yeah. killing the team. And you know, earlier on, it was the better players on the team that were not that were some of them were kind of iffy. Nurse and Bear in particular in the first three or four games, um, but uh, now they're they're really playing well. Um, Larson's generally playing well. He didn't have as good a game tonight. He made a few bad plays, but he's generally been playing pretty well. Russell, since I, since he's been in the lineup, has played well. Uh, Cuckoo's playing well, but it's these, it's the third and fourth lines. You're right. It's like very painful. Anyway, cause for, let's let's just be a little optimistic here with my number, sure. which is 25. I think it's 25 and. Uh, let me think. Eleven and uh, 11, 15, twenty-five and fifteen. That's the grade A scoring chances in the last two games against the Leafs. The Oilers deserve better. They, you know, maybe three points, maybe four points. They were the better team both nights. I thought um, by quite a quite a large margin, by quite a large gap. And but this is, you know, this is hockey. The teams are very close anyway. Yeah. And, and one bad bounce. It's the bad bounce. It's the team that seems to get the bad bounce in an NHL game. The first bad bounce, you lose. Um, first game, it was, you know, the puck going in off a Leafs defenseman skate from Yamamoto behind the net. And this time it was a weird, um, weird deflection off a guy's skate. Maybe he was intending to deflect that. I don't know. No. But it was, it was a weird deflection off his skate and lucky deflection. And, and that kind of sunk the orders. And then they, they, they did it to themselves too. So Bruce, they're playing, they're playing again. Uh, fairly strong hockey, strong two-way hockey, strong defensive hockey, and they're kind of playing Tippett hockey, which is mm-hmm. a, more of a strong defensive game. And and listen, Coach Tippett, I was have been critical on you on your line combinations, and I really still 
think that you're getting it wrong, that the coach is getting it wrong. Um, I don't think he's listening to this, so I don't have to talk to him directly. I think the coach is getting it wrong. But he is a great defensive hockey coach and a, and a strong hockey coach overall and has done a lot right with the team. I just think he, he, need, he needed, like, I, they can stick with Neil now that they put him in there. But um, maybe they're going to take, maybe take Cassian out for a game. And uh, it's not like that would be a shocking move at this point. And I'd still, I thought the dry side of line was good, Bruce, with Cahoon and Yamamoto. They're looking like they have some chemistry. I'm still mm-hmm. not feeling it with McDavid, Nugent, Hopkins, and whoever they're with. Maybe maybe give it a game with Puglia-Yarvi and see if that works. But uh, I'd rather, I'd much rather see RNH go back to the dry side of line still. Yeah, well, Leon was setting up plays left and right tonight, and uh, the shots weren't getting through. They were getting blocked, or the, the you know the players were getting off weak shots when they really needed stronger ones. And I mean, Anderson played good in Toronto net. And, uh, you know, Toronto deep, Toronto missing their, you know, star player, Austin Matthews. And this was a game, you know, like Toronto and Edmonton are quite similar in some ways. You know, they got the two big players and then the third and fourth lines are quite a come down. And so Edmonton had two star centers. Toronto only had one. All three of them scored. But uh, Toronto got scoring support from other players and the Oilers obviously did not. Nice shorty, nice shorty Leon scored. That was a nice play by both guys. Yamamoto, Yamamoto and uh, Dreisaitl. And if they could have just killed the 40 seconds that was left on that penalty or whatever, they were in a real good spot. But that was first lead change of the of the season where a, a team got the lead and wound up losing in any Oilers game. It'll be interesting to see them go against Winnipeg. I think they match up well against Toronto. Toronto's more of a finesse team, and I think the Oilers are going to struggle more against the power teams. If the Montreal-Toronto dichotomy that we saw in their play continues on. So I don't know what the Jets are at this point. It's hard to... We haven't seen them, and they've had a lot of change on that team. I don't know if they're a power team or not. I don't really think that they are. Um, But uh, we'll see how they match up, because that's the next game on Sunday night. And again, we're back in this kind of early season must-win mode although I don't I'm a little calmer overall because they they looked a lot better they, they can, they're looking like a team that, I'm so frustrated yeah. tonight because they looked I mean that was a game they really should have won yeah they absolutely should have got at least a result out of that game Anderson like, stole the game it away in regulation it's frustrating as all get out because you know they were they were controlling large parts of that game and just a couple of dumb breakdowns, and they and they couldn't break through. Toronto was more tenacious, I guess, on the defensive side of the puck, and they had the better goal. I, I don't want to blame Koskinen at all because I don't think he had a chance on any of the goals. But, no, no, he didn't. You know, one was a bounce, and, and he made some good saves. He made mm-hmm. some good saves too, and he didn't. Yeah, like you, you could even as a stretch, you could give him like a great game, great a seven. Like it's not seven, uh, maybe a seven. Like he only gave up the. Three. three, I guess. Three, uh, <laughs> he's gotten a six, you know, like he, he made some saves and like I say, you can't really blame him on any of the goals, but, uh, Toronto had the hotter tender tonight. He hasn't been the reason the Oilers are losing games. It's not on Coskett and, um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a combination of things. You know, I, the good news is I think they have their defense sorted out, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a wee bit of t- 
tinkering a couple of small moves on the top two lines. And I, I think they can get both lines going, like in, in a significant way, the top two lines. And then once, you know, I think Haas, I want to place all my hopes on Gaetan Haas, right? Like, but I think he is a, a, a decent fourth line center, a decent bottom, maybe even third line center. So they could have that Bruce going for them. And that will be a significant difference on this team. Because right now, you know, Shore had a really good game last game, but he, he, he's this guy who goes, like we said last game, he goes a million miles an hour mm-hmm. and doesn't always necessarily, we're starting to see a little pattern. Like, does he think the game at a high level? Maybe he's more of a winger, right? Maybe that's what he should be doing rather than being asked to be that guy uh, who's the, you know, the linchpin yeah. of the line, the, the pivot. Yeah, well, tonight he played seven minutes and 24 seconds. And he failed to clear the puck and then adjusted his helmet on the first uh, Toronto goal, blew the zone on the second Toronto goal, and was in the penalty box on the game-winning goal for a hooking penalty. So he was directly involved in in the three Toronto goals that mattered in seven minutes of ice time. So it shall not. I, I got nothing against Devin Shore, but he had a he had a poor game tonight, and it was a costly one. Yeah, maybe a winger, eh? Maybe not a center. We'll see. I guess Dylan, I was I saw some stat Dylan Holloway took like twenty I think twenty nine face offs in his college game and he won wow. twenty five of them. So I heard he dominated in the circle. I didn't hear the numbers. I know he played yeah. twenty one minutes, had a couple of assists. Sounded like he had a whale of a game. So I have to go in and look at some of those in-stat games. We've been so, yeah. the have been playing so often that we're just totally zoned in on ours games. But yeah, maybe the first time. catch up on uh, one of these one or two yeah. of these guys. I wouldn't mind to see Brobury play. He's back in action. He's played a couple games. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Hollywood. Like we can, and Samarukov, like the big guys we can still mm-hmm. uh, touch base with and, and uh, see how they're doing because uh, okay. they ha- have all been playing. But nonetheless, like it's like, in some ways, I don't want to hear about the future right now. Like right. the future is now. Yeah, Let's, yeah, yeah. This team has got to sort it out. And mm-hmm. um, so, just to end, end, Bruce, is there anything mm-hmm. that comes? Like, what would you? I, I'm always giving the coach advice. What would you like to see? What do you think has to happen next game? Well, I'm seeing promising signs. Like, I think that they played two two or eight games in Toronto. The first one was 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 no piece of art, but. Uh, it was a tenacious defense, and tonight they, you know, they they look good for long stretches of the game, and they just got to cut out those mistakes. I mean, it reminded me tonight's game reminded me a little bit of you know in Chicago how they somehow managed to lose those two one goal games and games three and four against Chicago, where you think well most of the night we're kind of in control, and yet somehow the other team's got more <clears throat> bigger number than than the Oilers do on the scoreboard. And, it's it's close and I know even a even a one point out of this game would have been okay to come out of Toronto with three points, but they've had you know, now three series and they've had two points, zero points, two points, and and you know even two points, five hundred doesn't cut it in the NHL. You got to get generate extra points somehow, and so a little bit behind the eight ball after uh, uh, after their opening three. Two game sets. Well, 
the season's young. The season is young, and this is this is a team with a lot of talent. I still hold to that, and, and we saw them playing a little bit better tonight. So I'm encouraged a, a, a wee bit about the whole thing. So I would have been real happy, of course, with the with the victory, mm-hmm. just like every Oilers fan. Uh, so let's leave it there. The Leafs, man, you can probably tell I'm not very happy. <laughs> Sucks to lose to the Leafs. Yeah. Uh, thanks for talking tonight, Bruce. Thanks for listening, everyone. And in the meantime, and in between times, this has been another edition of the Cult of Hockey podcast. <laughs>